put a seven hour itinerary together and it was the perfect perfect itinerary the perfect guide so hopefully this will help you guys because i had a lot of fun off of about 30 dollars usd for seven oh my, hours. for seven hours 30 us for wait this is like the ultimate yes. budgeter layover episode <laughs> right here so if you're still listening you better keep listening in yes Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Ticket to Anywhere podcast. We are your hosts. I'm Trizzy. And I'm Leah. What's good, everybody? Hello, welcome back. And this is a cool episode today. First of all, still celebrating AAPI Heritage Month with our very own episode that Trizzy is leading today about Hong Kong, seven hour layover itinerary. <laughs> This is a super cool one because it's very, very specific, destination specific. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I, you know, I went and did it with $30 in my pocket. Yeah. So great for all you budget travelers out there, a really important one, because we always try to avoid pulling out of the ATM for a short amount of time if we can. Right. Yeah, exactly. Because, you know, the ATM issue is it's uh, taking time out of your day as well. So that three oh. minutes could be spent elsewhere. <laughs> exactly. Well, that, but where were you on the way to actually, this is good because if you weren't using the currency afterwards, and this is important. I was going to Thailand and I was going mm-hmm. to the Philippines. So I had to save money for the bot and I had to save money for the pesos. Yep. And you weren't oh, going to use Taiwan. Sorry. We went to Taiwan as well. So, yeah, you wouldn't be using the same currency. So why would you want to pull out hundreds of dollars anyway? Right. Exactly. Yeah. I was like, if we're going to spend seven hours, like unless you're a big baller and just like really buy a whole bunch of dim sum, <laughs> then you can spend $100. But for me, for yep. us, we really wanted to, you know, budget that, that end of it. Love it. Very cool. Mm-hmm. But yeah, in this episode, you get to hear, you know, my seven hour itinerary, the budgeting side, a little history of mm-hmm. uh, the island that I went to. So yeah, hopefully this inspires you guys to put that on your list when everything is okay with Hong Kong. Mm-hmm. And you, when you have a layover, because mm-hmm. this is what you did, it was a, it was a seven hour layover. So yeah. it's perfect. I loved it. And I brought back some tea because we did a tea ceremony there. Actually, I drank that a while ago, but I do have like another Hong Kong tea that I am sipping on today, gifted by my mom. So it's just a simple jasmine tea, nothing too fancy schmancy, but it is out of a flower. It's a flower tea. And I love those. All right. Move the cup in front of your face because yeah, I'm like, girl, it's a white screen, white background. Beautiful. It's in here somewhere. Flower tea. (laughs) Okay. Yes. And I am not drinking Hong Kong coffee. I'm your classic Leah. Actually still drinking my alibi or sorry, elite alibi, elite coffee from uh, Waikiki Beach, Honolulu, Oahu, Hawaii. And um, my creamer is it's Califia Farms, but like cinnamon roll, uh, almond milk, cinnamon roll, almond milk creamer. Yeah, very homemade as we do. I always use a mocha pot to pull my espresso. So in case anyone's wondering, that's what it is. If it ain't oatmeal, it's cinnamon. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> awesome. Well, I'm excited for this episode and I think everyone listening will be too. So cheers awesome. to that. Happy AAPI Heritage Month, y'all. Yes. Cheers. It's Trizzy and Leah, your hosts for the Ticket to Anywhere podcast. We each travel a different way and even have different work schedules. But every episode, we aim to widen your worldview, inspire you to consider a destination near or far, or learn from others. With us, you can adventure from anywhere. Keep in touch with us on social media at Ticket Number Two Anywhere Podcast. Remember to connect with us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok. Never miss an episode by subscribing to Ticket Number Two Anywhere Podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Pocket Casts. And hit subscribe to follow our visual podcasts on YouTube to keep up to date on our channel. If you find value and enjoy our episodes and special guests, please rate us and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. It means the world to us and helps other find us easier. You can also leave comments or reviews on our YouTube channel or Facebook page. Be sure to search for Ticket Number 2 Anywhere Podcast. And if you'd like to support us by monetary means, you can do so by buying us a coffee at buymeacoffee.com forward slash Ticket Number 2 Anywhere. So when I was looking for flights to Bali, there were a lot of long layovers and a lot of them are in obviously big cities in Asia. But I'm like, what do I do on like a 16 hour, 10 hour layover in like Singapore or Hong Kong? And I knew one person that knew it. And as you, my co-hustler, which is why we are here today to talk about we're going to talk about my seven hour layover that I had in Hong Kong. Went from LAX to Chiang Mai, had a layover in Hong Kong, seven hours. And at first I was like, man, is that enough? I felt like that was a tease. You know, it was like, it's not long enough, but it's not short enough to do anything. But I found an island nearby the airport that was only 10 minutes away, taxi. And it's one of the landmarks of Big Buddha which is the Chien Tin Buddha. And I looked it up, put a seven hour itinerary together and Ooh. it was the perfect, perfect itinerary, the perfect guide. So hopefully this will help you guys because I had a lot of fun off of about $30 USD for seven oh my, hours. For seven hours, 30 mm-hmm. US for, wait, this is like the ultimate yes. budgeter layover episode <laughs> right here. So if you're still listening, you better keep listening in. Yes. But there I'm is so a pre, pre-trip pre cost too. Wait, $30 is the pre-trip cost as no, well? No, $30 is the on-land. On-land uh, cost. There's okay. an additional $33. So a total of about, let's say, $65. Oh my gosh. For a layover? Yeah. This sounds incredible. Okay. So what are the resources that you use to do research on this island? Like, did you, any any specific blogs, YouTube channels, videos, like anyone you could recommend or point out? Or was it just like a a scramble of whoever or whatever you could find. It was definitely a scramble, but mainly TripAdvisor. Okay. I always end up going to and trusting the sources. Yeah. TripAdvisor is probably the best. The only time that I use YouTube was to see the visual of Mm -hmm. the Buddha and Mm -hmm. to see what's going on in Hong Kong, like the riots. Yeah. Updated news and things like that. Because there were at the airport, we saw, you know, like cops really like blocking off some certain parts of it. And they had like these guardrails wearing all black, kind of like scary, but mm, mm-hmm. harmless, I'm sure. Okay. 
Okay, that's good to know. You put a lot of trust in TripAdvisor. TripAdvisor is usually my last resort. Really? Yeah, because I feel like, I mean, TripAdvisor review sites in general are just a lot of people bitching, to be honest. That's true. So I do a lot of blogs when yeah. I research, um, blogs, listicles, and then TripAdvisor will be my like cross-reference. So during the time that we went, it was November 2019. That was the last trip before the pandemic hit. Um, and it was like one of four countries that I hit during that two weeks. Oh, gosh. So this um, this notorious trip. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. But I wouldn't have it any other way. Mm-hmm. It was amazing. Um, you're probably wondering why or probably wondering if I went into the city in Hong Kong. No, I didn't. Because one, because of the seven hour layover, it would have taken me 40 minutes mm. to get into the city uh, via taxi or about an hour uh, via public transportation. And at that time, there was a riot going on. So we're trying to stay, right, stay away from the city. And if you guys don't know, the riot was basically off of, because uh, Hong Kong used to be under the British mm-hmm. colonization and then ended in what 97 or something oh wow yeah so china was just basically trying to take away the the freedom mm, Hong mm-hmm. Kong wasn't having it they're just like nothing's broke don't try and fix it mm-hmm. so they're rioting and so we stayed clear from that but yep. luckily lantau island was there big buddha was waiting for us there's the <laughs> poland monastery and there was the infamous 360 crystal glass a cable car so that cost was a pre-trip cost that you could buy online prior to arriving nice it was 33 dollars um round trip and that includes one way where you sit on a basically like a cable car and the glass the floor is glass so you see glass on all sides that's why they call it the 360 (laughs) it's about a 20 to 30 minute ride from the um, the station the mm-hmm. Nongping station to Lantau Island and it was amazing direct view. access from the airport to the island like how you was that take a taxi a 10 minute taxi okay. to um where Nongping is okay yeah okay and that taxi was only six bucks for us okay wow it's mm-hmm. inexpensive <laughs> okay for Love sure. That. Yeah. So and that do- station in particular is called the Nongping Tung Tung Chung Station. Okay. Yeah. So when you get to the, the city on the other side of the cable car, what do you do? Oh, Just it's like turn- a whole it's a whole village itself. There's food that you can okay. eat from small vendors to bigger restaurants. There's a tea house that we went to and we saw it. We got to see a tea ceremony there. Very and cool. um, you're hiking to see Buddha Ooh. and it's about 268 steps. I loved it. You know, <laughs> I, love, you know I love my steps. <laughs> yes. And your incline. <laughs> yes. And my incline. So there's also a monastery as well. Okay. Yeah. So lots of things to do. And it's somewhat modernized because I saw a subway there. <laughs> like, oh, subway fresh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's a, there's an amazing smaller vendor where mm-hmm. we had like a dessert. It's a bean curd dessert. So good. Yeah. So, yeah. And then we also had, we had to try out the dim sum, which mm-hmm. is a little bit more on the expensive end, but that, um, allowed credit card. So that we okay. used our credit card in. 
That's good. The tea house as well. We used our credit card, but there's so a good. minimum. I don't mm. know if, it, if things has changed, but you get to sit in for a free tea ceremony, try a little sample of the tea that they had mm-hmm. or just order. So we did, we ordered ours and then we watched the tea ceremony as well. Oh, awesome. very cool. Yeah. I loved it. I loved it. Yeah. This whole layover was amazing. Um, yeah. So a little bit about the Chien Chen Buddha. It is, you know, in, in, uh, I want to say in simpler words, a lot of people call it the big Buddha. Every time <laughs> you see a big Buddha, people call it a big Buddha. Big- <laughs> <laughs> it could be like a slightly larger than small one and they'll mm-hmm. still call it a big, yeah, a big for Buddha. Sure. <laughs> so it was completed back in 1993. Apparently it took only three years to make. And I saw photos online about the process mm. of it. And I was like, damn, this took only three years, which is crazy. Yeah. Cause that I'm would sure. feel like it would take a long, long time. Mm-hmm. But uh, once you get up there, you'll see that it's surrounded by six other statues. Um, and they have, they're holding like offerings in their hand. And each of these offerings, they symbolize morality, patience, zeal, meditation, generosity, and wisdom. Mm. I was like, this is cool. This wow. Is, yeah. Big Buddha itself, Chintin Buddha symbolizes the harmony between man or woman mm-hmm. and nature and people and faith okay so there's a little history yeah I love that people want to know what they're going to see mm-hmm. and it's always helpful to have that background before you go so for sure I was love- it really t- like crowded when you went we got there super early. Of maybe. course, as Trizzy yeah. does. If y'all don't Trizzy know her, does, she don't like crowds. Because the layover worked out perfectly. Oh, that's good. We landed like around 7.30 in the morning. Oh my gosh, perfect. Yeah, got to the airport or got out of the airport maybe like around like 8, 8.30. Mm-hmm. Um, and then got to the, like past the cable cars Got to Nongping Village, maybe like around like 9, 9.30. And wow. although to me that seems late, but it was perfectly not crowded. And I think it was because of the riots at that time. Okay. A lot okay. of people were avoiding just going into Hong Kong itself. Yep. And close by, once you or once you get to the top of the Chenten Buddha and you check out the views, you see a monastery close by. I just walked back down the stairs. Mm-hmm. It is beautiful, so vibrant so historic very ancient it's like a modern ancient feel mm-hmm. um and you'll see a lot of like uh incense burning and things like that and you know i did my little prayer thing mm-hmm. which is funny because in la i don't visit temples as often so uh-huh. yeah like pray i go to, it's always praying in like different foreign temples which is cool. <laughs> yes very cool that's very cool <laughs> yeah and that's basically it so once you're done with all that you eat you drink you relax a little bit that's about like a good seven hours and then you head back to Sweet. the airport find a taxi or you you jump back into your cable car go mm-hmm. down and voila you're- and seven hours this is like seven hours without feeling rushed and mm-hmm see yeah. you know relaxing yeah. <clears throat> but while still sightseeing i will say that the taxi driver going back to the airport got us lost so there was <gasps> a bit of a frantic moment oh i don't gosh. know why but i told him our flight which was cafe pacific yeah then he typed it in but he didn't he typed in the headquarters 
luckily, I mean, honest mistake, no. <laughs> but luckily, the that the headquarters is close to the airport, and so, oh, it is. Yeah, and That's then the good. remaining money that we had was just like hitting. So it because he got lost. Oh, the chargers a little bit more, but I told him I was like, "Yo, you got us lost." <laughs> like, is is this? Yeah, which is only like what three dollars off or something. Three Hong Kong dollars off. But you didn't know it was gonna be that. It could have been twenty Hong mm-hmm. Kong. Like, you don't know what it was gonna be because exactly. sometimes normally they, I feel like if they're lost or something stalled, they would stop mm-hmm. the meter and For then sure. restart it. You know exactly. So. And you know Hong Kong, they obviously speak Chinese there. Yep. When you go into China, that's when it's more Mandarin. But Hong Kong, luckily, was a little bit more heavier on Cantonese, which is the dialect I speak. Yes. So I got to practice. (gasps) And how was it? It was terrible. (laughs) (laughs) Were they ever like, what? No. Did they ever have to be like? I think they understood because basically when I get into these conversations with older Cantonese. They can tell. Yeah, they definitely could tell. And I let them know, like, you know, I haven't spoken in a while because I live away from my parents and (sighs) they they totally understand. But they just like keep talking. And I'm like, shoot, do I am I comprehending what they're saying? I know. Right. You got you got to. It's a fight or flight situation. You have to like Mm -hmm. you have to stand up and be like, okay, now I need to remember my my canto. Right. Yeah. Luckily, I know my left and rights. That's, that's it and stop stop the meter <laughs> yes yes oh gosh okay so everywhere you went uh I think people would want to know everywhere you went on like the island like the etiquette as far as dress and noise and taking pictures etc for sure yeah so because it was quiet when we got to Nongping village mm-hmm. um I just really saw everybody just minding their own business mm-hmm. um I know when you're when you're thinking of going to like a monastery or a temple or to visit um, Buddha, you feel as though you need to be covered up. But mm-hmm. I I saw people in tank tops, shoulder showing, short shorts. Okay. I don't think there was any um, formal etiquette, but uh-huh. honestly, just be quiet. Just you know, pick up your trash. Yeah, make the place cleaner. Uh, and yeah nothing too crazy so your thank yous um a lot of people will mention that the chinese culture is a little bit more aggressive Mm -hmm. when you go into china or hong kong taiwan everything's like super fast pace Mm -hmm. um but i didn't really feel that i think because it was just the timing that i was there okay it was you know like i was on an island yeah island time (laughs) You were on an island. For sure. Yeah. But there were like the quiet moments. And then mm-hmm. by the time we were leaving, I saw like a rush of people get off the cable cars. Okay. Um, but still very quiet. The whole village okay. had its own like peaceful, zenful music in the background. Right. So right. Yeah, nothing too crazy. Okay. What about like photography? I mean, not that I'd want to go photograph monks, but like, how was that? Where they were open. Yeah. I didn't get stopped. Um, I did see that I was the only one with like my camera. I had my stabilizer in my hand. Uh huh. People were looking at me at, out of curiosity, like, Oh, what is that? Okay. Nothing that made me feel uncomfortable. Okay. And no signs regarding dress code nor photography. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the crazy thing is, um, before looking at, before, you know, doing my research, I saw like drone footage, like all up in Buddha's face. Oh, all up in Buddha's face. (laughs) 
I was like, so they allow drones. It could be different now, but back then I felt like everybody was just using everything in everywhere. Sure. Okay. Have you, I mean, I wouldn't expect you to because this was, you know, a few years ago, but have you done any research uh, these days to see if these places are open or still there or like, do you know, do you know what's going on now? Like I saw, I feel like the monastery might be closed Okay. because obvious you can't like go inside, but mm-hmm. Buddha is out in the open. Um, I haven't done research about, or I haven't like come across anything official, yeah. but mm-hmm. I saw a question about like, is Poland monastery open? And I assume it's, it was closed back in the day yeah. or, during the pandemic. But even I would say if you can't go up to Buddha or the monastery, the village itself is really like cute, you know, because yeah. you have like the area of businesses, like big mm-hmm. businesses. And then you walk a little bit further, you'll find like a small house that just cooks out of the house and they have like a backyard area like very gritty like the type of feel that you want hole in the wall local Mm -hmm. type place yeah exactly they have food that's the place where we got our bean curd at but they also have Mm. like other foods that you could try as well like savory foods okay dessert like a whole bunch yeah but we just had to limit because you know thirty (laughs) dollars wait is this was this were you trying to keep it at that budget or is this all you had in cash this was actually all we had in cash I didn't even think prior to it like I was doing so much research but didn't even on the financial side but you did not think to oh and you don't but you don't have a bank yet that come on you know I preach this you don't have a bank yet that no transaction fees and whatnot we do we do have a bank that we could like get ATM and stuff like that you're trying not to right exactly okay we we bring like big bills to exchange so the only things we had were just like hundred dollar bills yeah and then luckily I had a random twenty dollar bill and for some reason in my drawers, I had another random Hong Kong dollar gift souvenir. Oh, okay. Like, I think maybe my cousin might've just been like, here, you can have this happy birthday, but it only okay. turns out to be like 10 bucks or something. Okay. But I brought it and luckily that still worked. It was still the right currency. Yeah. Like, okay. So it was like my $20 plus that random gift that I had. (laughs) Okay. And I know you weren't looking for them, but I would assume there are ATMs around, Mm -hmm. right? Okay. Oh yeah. It's like the subway. There's the ATM. (laughs) To be honest, no, you know what? Like, and I don't, people don't know this about us, but like, I would do the same thing where I was like, I only have $30. Let's see if I can make this stretch Mm -hmm. this seven hours. Yeah. Well, okay. So by the time for the time that you like, got into the cable car from the time that you like got back to the airport like non basically the non-transit times like how long did you spend within that seven hours because it obviously wasn't the full seven hours yeah definitely not it was a good like I want to say five maybe four and a half hours that's perfect yeah they give you time to get out of the airport and gives you time to get back in Mm -hmm. right yeah okay see had I done going into the city it Mm. would work out that way I would probably just have an hour or two in the city to what to eat and yeah. to do one touristy thing but luckily and then some people would still count that as visiting yeah. visiting the city mm-hmm. <laughs> it'd be like yeah I've been to Hong Kong check yeah <laughs> no that don't count <laughs> check that off yeah but it was cool because with Lantau Island you really get to experience the the entire culture of it the history mm-hmm. of it because you know Buddhism is big in Hong Kong and 
the monastery itself too so it's kind of like killing two birds with one stone you learn the best of the cult the best of experiencing the culture Mm -hmm. without having to like spend days in the the city the country yeah for sure you get the food Mm -hmm. try the teas out oh and there's this oh my gosh when I go back there and I have more time this is what I want to do because I'm crazy like that (laughs) there's a way for you to hike from the beginning of the cable cars oh very cool all the way to Lantau Island and it's a five mile one way so next time what I would hike it because it's like a very ancient trail um, when I was on the cable car looking down, I saw these like steps, <gasps> and these trails, and I was Interesting. like, "Interesting!" So I looked on my Google Maps, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, there's a way to hike." Yeah. Um, so yeah, I would do that next time if you guys have more time. Do that, consider it. Yeah, so it'll be hike there one way, and then just take the cable car back down. I wonder if you have to have a permit to do that. Oh, that's a good question. Because if it's like an ancient trail or like a protected monument type mm-hmm. of. But that's cool. Yeah. Maybe we'll get more info on that later. Yes, for sure. <laughs> Definitely gonna try that because you know me and my hikes. I love yeah. that. Would walking. would uh would your partner do that with you? Yeah. Five miles each way? <gasps> or no hike it, hike but... there, five miles, hike there, and then cable car back or yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. I thought you were gonna try to do 10 miles. Oh no, 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 no. <laughs> because it's part of the experience. That's what I always say. That's how I okay. get people. It's part of the experience, guys. <laughs> Five miles in the heat. Part of the experience. Yeah. <laughs> but for sure, try and do it, you know, if you're staying, yeah. staying there. Because you don't want to have, like, all your carry-ons with you. Mm-hmm. But, it, mm-hmm. yeah, it was amazing. I really hope everybody get a chance to uh, either do the itinerary that I did that seven hours or... Mm-hmm really like dive even more into it um like i said seven hours thirty dollars baboom baby there we have it seven hours in hong kong Mm -hmm. thank you for joining us on another episode of the ticket to anywhere podcast don't forget to connect with us on instagram facebook twitter and tiktok if you love travel as much as we do Hit subscribe on our YouTube channel as well as anywhere you listen to podcasts such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Pocket Cast. Thank you all for your support so far. When you have the time, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. We love to hear your thoughts and feedback and it'll help others come across our episodes and hopefully be inspired to travel and adventure anywhere.